You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad, hello. Ooh. I've been practicing. Yes, I'm the ghost. I'm the ghost of a theater kid. <laughs> no, I think it would have been. It's way more in your face. Like that was that was tactful. Maybe an old timey theater kid ghost, where you know they they've they've grown out. They're not like the Dear Evan Hansen type theater kid. They're the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang theater kid. They've they've seen enough. They know no <laughs> one's really giving a shit. Well, you know I'm dead, so I'm a bit I'm a bit subdued. Because <laughs> I'm a ghost. I get it. that was get it that was clever. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm doing the thing where I explain the joke and it's not funny. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm solid. Just living the dream. Currently in Wisconsin, which is apparently the epicenter of COVID cases right now. I did almost say COVID cases currently. Yeah, just for to take a little chill, get out of the city. But I mean, I'm not like... I'm not doing anything fantastic. I'm just here. Yeah, but I also didn't know that it was like the COVID epicenter, or not epicenter, but you know, like I didn't realize that the cases there were that. Wisconsin is the new New York. It's blowing up right now. This is the place to be. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, they said New York is dead, but Milwaukee is decomposing. Just getting started, baby. <laughs> How about you? How are you doing, Miss Internet Fame? Oh, shut up. Like, I literally have like 800 followers. Like, no one cares who I am. Um, I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. Um, when you get this, actually earlier today, I was recording another podcast. Uh, I was on Dunzo with Troy McKeady. Shout out to you, Troy. I know you're listening. Hello. Um, talking about I still know what you did last summer. So if you're listening to this, and you want a little bit more horror and a little more comedy, you should listen to that too. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Man, but what if what if I'm more visual? I'm not really into like hearing comedy. What if I wanted to read comedy? Is there anywhere I could read you being funny? <laughs> Characters of like See, no more than 140 if you, max. <laughs> if you hadn't said that as never mind. Uh, it's the moments past. Um you can find me on Twitter at say underscore anything. That's S-E-Y underscore anything. Um, Andrew, what about you? Where can the people find you being a, a, a barrel of laughs? Is that a barrel a of laughs? A barrel of laughs. Nice. You are a chitty chitty bang bang ghost. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Andrew <laughs> underscore on underscore drums. And you can also follow us on Twitter at We Die First Pod. You sure can. You sure can. Um, uh, you know, giving you guys updates about what's to come. We are still chugging along in Heavy Hitters Halloween this month. Man, I'm already sad. Like, <laughs> just I in can't general, enjoy. <laughs> I can't enjoy nice things because october it's right now we're recording this is october 8th but i'm already like 
before I know it, Halloween's going to be here, then it's going to be over. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I genuinely, it's like, you know how some kids, like, when it's Christmas, and then they're like, oh, man, like, Christmas is over, and they're kind of sad. I feel that way about Halloween. Like, um, it's one of the reasons why I watch Hocus Pocus, typically, on Halloween, because it is that, like, Halloween night, and then the sun rises the next day, and I'm like, no, it's over. And it's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, Thackeray Binks, what took you so long? And I'm sad. There's some, there's something <laughs> joyful about that monologue you just did. <laughs> Halloween's over, but I'm not like... in your heart. <laughs> yeah. That's why you can watch <laughs> Nightmare, you can watch Nightmare Before Christmas from like a couple weeks ago until the new year. Uh, unpopular opinion. I think that movie is Okay. You're right. That is very Sorry. unpopular. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people like love that movie. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> it's not really like a rewatch for me. Like I'm like, oh god, like what? Like I have to watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. Like how some people like love that. I'm like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Thank you. I take it back. You're not joyful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that this is Halloween song because it gets me excited for the season but yeah no it's like um one of those movies that i just um even as a kid like i liked it enough but the way like you had the kid in your class who's like like jack skellington shit i'm like okay watch another movie bobby okay it was always bobby i just came up with a name actually i think it was a girl named alicia and she was like really into that and like pirates of the caribbean and i was like okay girl we get it. We get it. You're going to be 18, and the first thing you do is get a Jack Skellington tattoo. Fine. I know. Like, whoa. Original. <laughs> like, we get it. But you love Tim Burton, and you're a necrophiliac. You know we what, get it. You know what's pretty original? <laughs> As toted um, by the quote on the movie poster, the evil dead. <laughs> it does literally say that, though. You. It does say it. It literally which, says the most ferociously original horror film of the year. Which is interesting because, you know, watching it, it's just, you know, it's in the early 80s. It's in that that era of what things now pull tropes from. So yes. watching it, you're like, this was new for them. <laughs> yes, but I think that's what makes it so cool. If like, especially if um, if you're listening and you've never seen this movie, um, first off, it's very gory. So if you don't like gore, don't watch it because it is pretty gross. I was trying to watch it today and I was eating something. And I was like, ew, like, this is not pleasant. <laughs> it's not a pleasant experience. I started, I started watching it. it. I started watching it yesterday during lunch. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of pus. It's weird. But like, um, it's, yeah. it is cool in that way of like, like you said, because so many movies draw from it, like watching it is kind of like, oh shit, like they got it from that. Like, yeah, like, they got it from this movie. It's, uh, it's a, it's a joy. I like this movie a lot. Um, I love Sam Raimi. I think he's, whenever he does horror, he just, he has so much fun. Which you know? is, I know, I know him mostly for his Spider Man trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is what most people know him from, but like, I mean, he made his real start as like a filmmaker with evil with the Evil Dead um series actually. 
And um, another one that I hope we can cover is Drag Me to Hell um, yeah. from 2013, which I think is such a fucking, such a silly It's one. silly. I love it. He's got such a great sense of humor. <laughs> uh, but let's jump into it. Uh, we covered The Evil Dead from 1981, directed by Sam Raimi. Also written by him, starring Bruce Campbell, Ellen Sandweiss, Betsy Baker, and some other people. And <laughs> basically the premise of it um, is your classic young college students go to a cabin. They find some tapes that, when played, release some spirits, some demons, and they get possessed. And it's it's a fight to the finish, basically. Um Specifically of our main character, Ash, who is trying to to survive the night. Yeah. Good job. That's Good it. synopsis. Um, thank We're you. No, um, <laughs> I mean, what's also cool about this movie, too, is it's one of those wonderful ones that one has a huge cult following. If you've never seen this movie, you've definitely seen this poster because I think every like 19 year old horror fan in college had this poster were you that <laughs> person i wasn't i actually was more of a pulp fiction um audrey hepburn bitch it was very i was sending out a lot of mixed messages i had a pulp fiction poster over my bed and also a breakfast at tiffany's so i had um i was like classy but deep <laughs> <laughs> the swaths the swaths of, of undergrad lovers we were bringing back to your dorm were like i don't know what to think of you. I'm like, I hate women, but also like love this woman. <laughs> it was really interesting because I have not seen this before. Um, but I had seen Army of Darkness, oddly. So then I oh, went into yeah. it thinking it was and I did know that it started out more horror, like the trilogy, mm-hmm. and then progressed into adding significantly comedy. more comedy. So watching this, mm-hmm. I was watching it with the air of uh, like, this will be, and like, there are funny things in it, but it, you know, it's not inherently a comedy. Um, But I think that really, yeah, not. really skewed a lot of things that I would watch. I was like, that was funny. I don't think it was supposed to be funny. Am I disgusting? <laughs> I mean, there are some things that are, I think, just funny because it is so like over the top and also just a low budget movie. Yeah. The budget was like 350000 Um, And originally it was actually just like a short film, like a student film type deal that then like they took to, to uh, investors and then it became The Evil Dead. And then like box office like brought in tons of money and since then has a massive cult following. Um, You mentioned Army of Darkness, which I feel like was always on TV. I feel like it was always at one point it was always on like sci-fi or like on TV constantly. And I think I know a lot of people who've seen it because of that. And like, yeah, it was on cable a lot and um, evil dead less. So just because it's also super gory and violent. So it's kind of hard to get that on TBS, you know, <laughs> it was more of a lifetime show. Cowards. <laughs> yeah. Like it's more like a spike TV. Remember spike TV. Oh, hell yeah. They had that super cool show. Blue mountain state. Uh, it was this totally realistic show about D1 football. It was basically Animal House, but focusing solely on this football team. It's so stupid, but I do like it. Other than that, though, Spike TV, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, whenever I think of Spike, I think of like a thousand, ten thousand ways to die. And also like that was silly. the answers. And, yeah. And all the answers are like boobs. 
Yeah, even like the <laughs> really crazy. academic episodes, you know, it's like, how would you solve for X here? Boobs! You're like, get get the fuck off my show. Guys love boobs. It's like, okay, we get it. You're straight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're all straight. All of us definitely totally straight. <laughs> That's why I love boobs so much. Only boobs, they feel like jello. Um. <laughs> Sneak, do you know what boobs feel like? I'm kidding. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Spike TV. We all know what boobs are. <laughs> yeah, man. Boobs and beard. We love them. <laughs> the guy's voice is always like that. Okay, but no. Let's, we're just dumb into this fucking movie. Um, so we got some college students. It's Ash, his girlfriend named Linda, his sister Cheryl, um, their friend Scott, and Scott's girlfriend, Shelly. So, like, very boomer names um so they're on vacation like they're deciding okay we're gonna go to this cabin um we find out like they don't no one's ever actually been to the cabin it's just like i like hey, that too like, which that, that's something of the time they can barely find yeah. it they no one's heard of it it's like how'd you you've never seen this oh, yeah it'll be fine yeah totally if i pulled that shit yeah. for a trip i would be kicked off that trip they're like you're not going to wherever we end up going and we're sure as hell not going to this cabin no one's seen it'd be like if you booked an airbnb but you did it all with your eyes closed and then like just the day of just decided like we're going and like <laughs> it's like it's like in arizona you didn't even know you <laughs> filter for that so you're just like driving cross country um, yeah so they're going and as they're going there's some weird shit happening honestly like they like at one point um even prior to get it when we meet these people there we see like and it's just like um a type of like a tracking shot that has been used so much you just see this tracking shot just going through the woods you hear like these like noises and stuff and it's like implied to be like the demons or whatever and as they're driving um at one point um they're approaching like a truck and the one guy who's driving scott like the car swerves but like the the wheel just like the steering wheel just like jerks out of his hand another point they're like going over this bridge the bridge just like starts like crumble underneath them and their car so like all i'm saying is that something's telling them i'm trying to kill you like yeah, like this is a lot of omens saying like maybe don't <laughs> please uh, we don't know how to convince you not to keep going and he was even like yeah man i took my car in yesterday for a tune-up and everything was fixed i guess he's like yeah man your, your wheel just like jerked that's normal i'm like that's not normal <laughs> like, and they even like it, don't do they that. didn't just go over a bridge that was like their front uh passenger tire like fell through and then instead yeah. of being like oh this whole bridge is gonna collapse let's get stuck on the side so we can go home they just floored it forward because they're like we need to make it to this this cabin we've never been to like we just have to go to this cabin here in Tennessee. Like, <laughs> also important to note that they're from like Michigan. They're like college students. So, like, they drove all the way down to Tennessee all, he, to go to this cabin. They've never yeah, heard of. Michigan is notorious <laughs> for having no outdoors, so that makes sense. <laughs> they could have had a single cabin in Michigan. The whole state of Michigan. Like, you want to go to the U- not a single one. You want to go to the UP? No, <laughs> Tennessee. Oh, maybe that's where he got fucked up. <laughs> Let's go to the UP. Tennessee got it. <laughs> ash <laughs> but they get to the cabin and 
you know, like uh, spooky shit. A porch swing is just moving by itself. Like just, just shit's happening that's saying like, go the fuck home, kitties. Um, but they're in the, in the cabin. Cheryl is, uh, who is Ash's sister. She's like drawing. But then, like, she gets kind of, like, possessed and she's, like, her hands all jerking off the place. Yeah. She hears like she, she hears you know, voices whatever, calling like. from outside saying, join us. And then, yeah, her hand's fucking around. Join us. And all this, you know, yeah. she... and her, even, like, the, the color of her hand changes, too. It's, like... Yeah. It's, like, gray. It's weird. And, you know, all this shit happens. She draws, like, at the time, I thought it was, a like, just a box. She drew a rectangle. But the picture was kind of, like a book with a face right which in essence is just a rectangle with uh-huh. a scary face but she doesn't leave or bring it up to anyone i mean at, given everything that happened getting to yeah, that cabin least... i would have been like guys i know this is going to sound insane but my hand turned 20 <laughs> shades wider and started carving in my sketch pad and not to mention after hearing someone say join us at the very least, I'm not even thinking it's like, oh, it's supernatural. I'm like, maybe I'm having like an epileptic like seizure. Like, or just, like something's happening to me that I'm like, I think I'm not okay. Like, can we leave? Like, I feel unwell. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned that I had no control over my limbs and like was hearing voices. I might be having a seizure. Like, we need to go to the nearest hospital. Um, But, you know. Whatever. They just keep going about their lives. Um, but at one point, the, there's a cellar door and it flies open, which is like Cabin in the Woods. Totally happens in Cabin right. in the Woods. And it's like, which I think that's the movie I typically think of as like drawing from this the most is yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Like is Evil Dead is all over this movie, that movie. But um, the door flies open um, while they're eating dinner and Ash and Scott decide to go down and check out the cellar because, you know, white dudes. Yeah, man, I... <laughs> Maybe I'm just naturally more scared, but I'm also, I feel as illogical as I am, I'm fairly logical. And I'd be like, there's, if there is an animal down there that made that cellar door fly open like that, I also don't want to see this animal. So we need to leave. <laughs> or at the very least, lock that shit down there. Like, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to go down. To, yeah, you said an animal strong enough. Like what? What you know? Raccoons have hands. That could be a big old raccoon just like busting, yeah, just pumping, just pumping just iron down there. He's <laughs> got a full gym. I also like, <laughs> as you know, they're just they're go <laughs> his home gym, his Bowflex that was abandoned. <laughs> but I like that. There's, I don't know why this struck me as so funny, but you know they're down there in the cellar. Researching is not the right word. Exploring. And it has a shot mm-hmm. focusing on just the pipes and they're dripping and like everything's wet. And I'm like, why in horror is everything wet? Everything's just dripping and wet. <laughs> this maybe Ben Shapiro just watched too many horror movies and he's just like, <laughs> Any- anything wet? I cannot have that. It's like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the second he goes near anything wet, he's like, ah, uh, this is one shade away from Evil Dead or. Freddy Krueger's boiler room, and I won't go near it. Aw, he's a little scaredy boy. It's okay. That is abundantly clear. Yeah, <laughs> if I ever met Ben Shapiro, I'm just gonna talk to him like that. I'm like, don't be scared. <laughs> I think I it, it's the only way you can communicate to that big fucking baby. I think he'd like it is. too much. I I'd throw his ass down oh, yeah, there with that right. jacked raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kick his ass. Down. <laughs> 
He's <laughs> like, facts don't care about your feelings. Neither does this fucking <laughs> raccoon, bitch. <laughs> they, unfortunately, but, yeah, though, so- they don't find any raccoons. <laughs> they find a fucking recorder and then a weird ass book looks like it's bound in leather kind of and then a creepy ass that's scepter. the kind of book that's like bound in skin like well i mean leather is skin like human yeah. skin like in hocus pocus the fucking spell book is bound in the skin of virgins but like i don't know i feel like even it doesn't have to be supernatural. That can just be a crazy person that skinned people and made a book cover and then he made some weird ass scepter. I'm not about to touch that. But also I'm on vacation. I don't want to read. <laughs> That's it's like it's a beach vacation where like I can read on the beach. It's like we're in a cabin. I don't want to fucking read a book right That's now. That's the big like, yeah, <laughs> the most the most vacationy thing they did was take the shotgun that was on that table. It's like, okay, that makes exactly. sense. Otherwise, they show up, people are doing sketches alone, people are over here reading books. It's like, what? you guys should have stayed at the on campus. Yeah. It's like, you want to study. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wasting your money coming all the way down to Tennessee. But, yes, the book they find is the Naturum de Monto, which is a Sumerian version of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And this tape recorder, and they take it upstairs, and Scott's like, I'm going to play it. <laughs> just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you don't do it. I mean, okay. I'll- Which, again, another, like, um, another, I think, trope starter in this movie is, like, reading from some weird book is is got some weird incantations is going to, like, summon some shit. Guys, don't read books you don't know. Yeah. The next time, like, if you're still in school and a teacher says, oh. yo, I need you to read this book, if you've never heard of it, don't read it. Someone says, we, yeah. your teacher's like, we need you to read The Adventures of fucking Huckleberry Finn. Say, I've never heard of that because my parents are racist and don't let me read these books. And then <laughs> just don't. There might be some <laughs> incantation. It'll summon a black friend. Your parents' worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's good. Um, <laughs> just, so thank they, you. They do... <laughs> Solid joke. Um, so they. <laughs> it's gonna end up boobs. on Spike TV. Um, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> boobs, beards, and black friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's our so follow-up podcast. Scott, I know boobs, beard. Actually, <laughs> put a put a bit in that. Let's <laughs> start that one too. <laughs> so um, they play the the incantations and. Cheryl's getting freaked out and right as like they're all like kind of screaming and she's like, no, stop it. And, you know, Ash is like fighting with him. He's like, she told you she was scared. Why would you keep playing it? This fucking tree branch just like breaks through the cabin windows and they're just like. And what shitty shock luck. Pikachu. Shock Pikachu. But also not shocked enough to leave. Right. Like- <laughs> I mean, it's crazy luck, too, because they do stop it because it was freaking him out. And then Scotty's like, hey, I'm the whitest man here. Let's keep doing this. And then he like skips ahead, and it starts right at the beginning of an incantation, and they play it just long enough to finish said incantation. I was like, man, mm-hmm. what if like if he had just literally not, they would have maybe been more fine. But if he had just gone like a millisecond sooner, because if if horror movies have taught me anything, you can't half-ass an incantation. Yeah, no, like it's in, like 
No, because you don't know. Because think about it. Like, what will you get? You might get an unfinished thing. Yeah. yeah I, you might get a half demon. And you know, you don't know which half. It could still be equally as displeasing. Yeah, it could be the butt half. <laughs> top half. And then that's demon butt. Terrifying. <laughs> So, um, yes, <laughs> later, <laughs> not well, later in the evening, um, Cheryl's like the sister, she's hanging out and she keeps hearing these voices. So she's like, I'm going to investigate. Um, so brave. So she goes out there and in a bath, so in a bathroom. This- so that's a cool trope too. Like I'm going to go out in the woods, basically naked. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easier. So that when the, my clothes are ripped off, then you get to see some TNA, um, this scene that's pretty iconic, but also, like, pretty brutal. I mean, she is – these are, like, demonically possessed trees that, like, rape her. And I think the scene goes on for too long. It does. Uh, yeah. We, it goes on way, we, way we too got, long. It's like – We got the gist. You could have even – We get it, Sam. And he's, like – he does the full thing. Like, I think, honestly, you could have stopped at um, – if you have to have this in this movie, and I argue you don't, um, you could stop at, like, oh, branches on her appendages and, like – ripping stuff off and then it's like we get it he went full and it's like okay like okay guy <laughs> yeah <Ooh. laughs> well after this totally okay scene <laughs> it's also it's it's 81 like it's not to excuse it but it's like different time well also like so she gets accosted by these trees and then you know runs in i also like the shots of because you know is are the trees chasing her is it this like tracking demon shot from before like we don't know what's actually chasing her and we see it come in and she's fumbling to open the door and then scott is like oh like what the fuck's going on get in here and then we see that the Mm -hmm. the door the demon is shot tracks up to the door and it's closed and i'm like oh thank god demons just can't cross through doors they can do all this shit. Same thought. I'm like the demon. The demon just possessed trees to violate this woman, but like thwarted by a door that's also made of wood. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> right. Plus, I mean, yeah. Oh, God, it was. I, I <laughs> one thing that also kept going through my mind throughout the movie, but this scene was the first instance. Was that poor actress? Because I mean, when she's running back, like she's like falling and tripping over herself i mean purposefully you Mm -hmm. know for her character but i just had i was like man she's probably getting so fucked up (laughs) oh yeah i mean for sure like because they're i especially whether you realize like how cheap this movie was made like they are on location like in the she's definitely falling on like all kinds of rocks yeah they they didn't clear a path and just put leaves down she's slipping on moss she's like (laughs) You know, like she's she's bruised up for sure. Oh, we didn't mention this is like not a super important scene, but it's like a moment to kind of I think to show like, oh man, Ash and um, uh, Ash and his girlfriend, Linda. yeah, um, Linda. <laughs> this seems so funny. It's so corny, but like I think purposely so. It is because he's got it's like so a cute. ring for her, I guess, or like a is it it's a jewelry, necklace right? it or something? Yeah, a necklace, and like. They're doing this thing where, like, they're both pretending to be asleep, but, like, they keep, like, looking at each other, and, like, she's, like, looking at him. It's, like, it's all zoomed into their eyes, and it's so, like, melodramatic and silly, but I I love that scene. It's so, 
it's fun seeing the little, I think, notes of Sam, Sam Raimi's, like, humor in it. Like, he hasn't gotten to the point of, like, who we know he is today. But it's, like, the little um, elements that you're, like, that's just, like, a weird scene in this otherwise. Like, it's it's like this, the Spider-Man 3 the emo Spider-Man dance. Yeah. Of this movie. Just like, why is this happening? The but emo I guess Spider-Man <laughs> of this movie. That's a good way to pop that out there. But Thank you, you know who is emo as in has a lot of emotions? Cheryl, because she just got violated by trees. And I will yes. say this is, I did not think this was going to happen in, you know, cause like we pulled tropes from this movie a lot of, right? So I mm-hmm. thought she was going to, obviously, she wasn't going to treat it like her sketch pad. She was going to say something. And she, right. but she insists on leaving. I didn't think that was going to happen because that never does. You know, everyone's like, oh, no, calm, right. calm down. Go to sleep in your room by yourself because you're the fifth wheel and you'll be safe <laughs> in the morning. She's freaking out. It's like, Ash, get me out of here now. And he does. And I like to, you know, the car isn't starting and you're just sitting there. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? And then it just finally starts and they leave. Yeah. And like they start to leave. But then they discover that the bridge that they use to get to the cabin has been destroyed. So it's like you guys are definitely trapped with these demons in this cabin. Um, And Ash, I mean, I guess foolish because you're listening to more of this tape but also i guess helpful because he did learn about how to you know kill the entities but he's listening to it and he learns that the only way to kill them is to like dismember whoever's possessed which is a great way to kill the demon also a great way to kill your friends right i do like you know <laughs> sam is scott is doing whatever um cheryl's just kind of off by a window and then Linda and Cheryl are playing that game, try, you know, just holding up a, a card and seeing if she can guess correctly. I thought this was a really cool mm-hmm. scene because, you know, she's yes. clearly she's like, what's the card? And she's never getting them. <laughs> but but she'll always yeah. say, you totally got it. But then Cheryl chimes in, guessing all the right cards, and she's nowhere near. And then she just <laughs> turns around and is full-on possessed and starts floating. And you're yeah, yes. I'm just like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> you just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were I thought we were oh gonna God, chill no. for like another half an hour, just getting spooked out, and then but no. No, she's she's full tilt possessed. I thought- and she's like she's like levitating and like, you know, basically threatening like she's gonna kill you, like, you know, we're gonna get you, we're gonna you know, want your flesh, all that shit. And I love I think what's interesting about this movie is like the makeup effects. It's just like they're so gross. They're so like, gross. They're gross. And it's like you were talking about this movie's gory and there's so much pus. And it's like I don't know if you yes. get this, but I mean, I mean, you know, pus will just gross me out. And then it hits a point where it's, especially when it's so much, you're like, this is hilarious because that's oh, yes. so, mm-hmm. so a lot of just thinking of the makeup and just how the gore is, it's, it eventually hits a point where I just go, I start laughing because I'm so disgusted. 
Oh yeah, that's totally it. I think it's um I guess it'd be like the uncanny valley of gore where like there is that sweet spot where you can like it's so over the top that it's funny. But anything beyond that is just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Or anything less than right. that is scary. But like I think this nails it where it's like No, I think it nails it where it's still so fun and exciting to watch like <laughs> unfold. Um but she she stabs Linda in the ankle and then just like throw ash and like they're all like being fucked up basically. But Scott manages to knock her down to the cellar and locks her. Which was a downstairs. funny that was just funny for me for some reason because she's just you know this uh-huh. demon fucking shit up and then eventually <laughs> just gets kicked down into. <laughs> Scott's like yeeted down into like Dude, the cellar. <laughs> yeeted. Now she's just That's the kids say. Right? Yeah, she and now there's just this possessed Cheryl with a jacked raccoon. I'm gonna keep coming back because that is just a very funny image that there's just this <laughs> buff raccoon the whole time this is happening. He's like, "What is going on up there?" He's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing up there?" <laughs> so now Cheryl it's and like this raccoon games. are just watching women on trampolines. Wasn't that the man show or something? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was a Spike TV joke. Yeah. But anyway. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah, you're, you're, that was a thing. That was a thing. Um, so they're all like arguing about like what they need. What are they going to do about Cheryl? <laughs> um, and they're all just like super paranoid and just like, you know, fucking freaking out. Um, Shelly is in her room and she ends up going to the window. She, you know, is kind of drawn to the window and starts looking out. Um, and a demon like crashes through and just like fucking attacks her. <laughs> and um, they, you know, she becomes one, I guess, oh, deadites. I didn't even give them the, the name that they are in the in the franchise. They're not named in this, yeah. but I think they are the deadites is what they're they're called. Um, and she ends up, uh, <laughs> God, so she attacks Scott and this this part is really good. That's the part that I'm like, oh, it's so fucking gross. Because, like, she she comes out, starts attacking Scott. They start, like, fighting. Um, she manages to enter him. And, like, when she, like, reanimates after he thinks he's killed her, they start to, like, dismember her with an axe. And she's, yeah. like, all this, like, blood and pus just, like, going everywhere. And she looks crazy. So like, her face pus. is blue. It's, like, it just looks so gross. <laughs> and, I mean, it's so like, upsetting. you know... Linda is like sleeping because of uh, she was her ankle got rocked. But I still think that like they were loud. How did she not wake up? I know they were just um. Cool thing about I like about this. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just saying like they were. It wasn't. It wasn't a delicate hacking. You know, they (laughs) they, those very those very. You know, he they weren't like a gentle butcher. They clearly were un they were clearly unseasoned, they didn't have proper technique, and they were just hacking. Yeah. It wasn't like a Sweeney Todd. It was very <laughs> like just hacking away at this this deadite who was once your girlfriend. Um and also I like this movie because of the use of um like stop motion and stuff. Yeah. Like animation, which I I think stop motion is so creepy to me. 
So I think it's part of the reason why I think this movie is so creepy because a lot of it is just kind of like that weird jerky effect that I'm like, ew. Like it makes my skin crawl. It's very Did you ever know a celebrity death match on MTV? Do you remember that show? Yes, I remember that. That sh- yes. So that show, because it was on when I was really young, th- that really made me think all claymation was creepy because it was a claymation show. You know, they're wrestling. Yes. But like- it was the Mortal Kombat of dumb claim like claymation wrestling. <laughs> so they just show people like yeah. their faces melting and things exploding, and it really creeped and grossed me out as a kid. So, yeah. like gross claymation effects, I'm like, oh, that was so gross. You <laughs> really good, good job. But my, the, the funny thing is, for me, it's it's specific to like that kind of more stop motion effect. Like claymation, I don't mind necessarily. I used to watch Gumby as a kid, and I liked Gumby. <laughs> Gumby was claymation. I was like, oh, this is fine. But like, there's something about that. Like, um, I don't know what other movies I can think of that use. There's lots of movies that use stop motion. I don't know why I'm I'm blanking right now. But there are a few other others that I see that I'm like, ew. I just don't like it. I'm like, I don't like looking at this. Is that why you don't like Nightmare (laughs) Before Christmas? There we go. That's probably because it is very like jerky. And I'm like, ew, what the fuck? Nothing about this is endearing to me. (laughs) I think it's, I think that's it. It's just like a lot of like, I'm doing it. (laughs) You can't see listeners, but I'm like doing stop motion. Yeah, (laughs) it's very, it's very disorienting. I have thrown up twice. (laughs) um so um so oh so um scott does leave and he's like i'm gonna try to find a way to get the fuck out of this place um but he does he returns and he's he dies because he's fucked up and he's like probably by the trees because he's 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 like the trees are alive he he that was one of his last things he was really going on a tangent about was the trees so yeah, I'm implies I feel like maybe the trees also um violated poor Scott. Um also just like I'm just like, how do you that's the kind of shit that when I think of people who like make horror though, I'm like, how do you come up with that? Like what what what, what is going on in your brain? I appreciate your your genius and your 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 trauma because I'm entertained by it. But what happened to you that you just would think of a tree being possessed and then raping someone? That is weird. That is a weird thought. Glad we That's the kind of shit that if I was a teacher in a public a public school, if my student wrote that shit in my English class, I'd be like, I'm calling him mom. Like this is not okay. I'm <laughs> glad that you made the like the the differentiation. <laughs> A public school. If I was teaching a private school and some kid came up to me with that, I'd be like, "Okay, uh, you need to pray on it. And you'll be I don't fine." Care. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll be fine. You're giving like, me the rules are different. In private school. Your parents are paying me so much money. I could truly give a shit what you did. Oh no! As far as I'm concerned, like none of the rules apply. Like in private school, you don't have to be a mandated reporter. Like you don't do anything. You just <laughs> get paid and sit around and watch these kids write creepy fan fiction and just give them an A for it. Because they're rich. Um, so uh, he dies and Ash then goes to check on Linda. And yeah, this part I'm thinking about it makes my skin crawl because it is at stop motion where he sees her where she was stabbed. And it does a weird thing where like it spreads. And I'm like, ew. Like <laughs> Thinking about it right now, my skin, I'm getting like goosebumps. It's like, ew. <laughs> like, why is it so weird? Um, she So she like is possessed now. And... I love the design of Linda's like possessed face because the other ones are more just kind of messy and like it's a little harder to 
see the it's just kind of like a gross face but this one is like she's like um like almost like really bad drag makeup where it's like it's over the top it's just kind of scary and she's like you can't see her pupils so she's like really crazy like doll makeup almost it's just very like yeah it's just so <laughs> it's so strange but um very scary um so so she ends up attacking ash um and he manages to stab her but he can't he can't dismember her that's his that's his girl that's his boo well you know like she does like the (laughs) she like goes back to normal but then uh Mm -hmm. but then cheryl in the the uh the cellar starts speaking in her normal voice and he's like oh they're they're messing with me and then he turns back and you know she's back to being crazy and it's also her how she looks is still very human and creepy like you were mentioning but also she's just sitting there just smiling and laughing the whole time and it's it's awful (laughs) it's creepy it's it's so unsettling and it's so creepy and like i think this movie's actually like scary like it's it's like um from the first time i saw it i was scared by it now i can Mm-hmm. watch it and be like whatever the first time for sure i remember being i think i saw it in college and was like this is actually scary <laughs> i like that he went to go right like he takes her into because earlier in the movie when they're just discovering rooms in the cabin they find this room that was clearly used to prep animals that were hunted or shit and so mm-hmm. there she's chained to this table because he's gonna hack her up but then when he goes to chainsaw her head off sees the necklace and doesn't and goes well I'll just bury her completely together even though I listened to that recording and it says you have to dismember them also this just feels I don't know which one is uh, worse right like I will say too (laughs) I don't know if you had this sense but you know it's like we had everyone's rooms and we had the cellar and we had the dining room, which is right next to the living room where the cellar door is. But I had mm-hmm. no real semblance of the layout of this cabin. Same. And no semblance of the layout. And also it's we- it's weirdly large because on the outside, it looks like a shed. Yeah. And it's like got so many rooms. Like when they were hot, <laughs> when Scott was looking for somebody in one of the rooms you know she had the tiniest room but then sees this door and it goes into the largest bathroom i've ever fucking seen (laughs) exactly it's it's very confusing as like like you said the layout or just like um which i don't know if that was on purpose if that was just like a a thing that just happened with the set or if that was like they kind of disorient you because it is like what is this it was a nice effect because when he was you know whenever there was a oh shit where can these demons be coming from i had no idea i didn't know and it also you know for all the times that the windows were smashed in they also had totally fine windows and i'm like i'm like what room are you in because if you're in the same room you've been in all night no windows should be around like they've all been yeah, smashed window in, is fucking whatever. should be wide open like there should be so many trees trees coming in right now <laughs> but he goes ash goes and yeah, and you know, by this point, things are scary in the house, things are scary out of the house, and he's well aware that the trees are alive and will not do nice things to you, but he's like, I'm still going to go out in these woods and bury 
the body of my girlfriend. But then we also, and we finally see while he's burying, while he's digging the hole to bury Nancy, we get mm-hmm. the shots from inside the house that Cheryl's. I'm sorry, who is Nancy? Oh, why did I say Nancy? I meant Linda. Um, <laughs> and Nancy also just sounds like a horror girl. Are you thinking about a, um, Linda? I am <laughs> thinking of Linda. Um, so <laughs> Linda's unconscious, about to be buried. Cheryl is pushing up, you know, on her cellar door and eventually breaks it, which is interesting that it took this long for Cheryl, possessed Cheryl to do that because throughout the whole night, she's been like stabbing her hands through the floorboards to grab ash. Uh-huh. And you're like, yes. you, you guys clearly have inhuman strength, but this shitty rickety <laughs> latch is holding you. <laughs> But well, a lot honestly, like the powers of the deadites is inconsistent. Like, cause, like you said, it's like okay, you threw him at one point, but then like you're thwarted by a door. Like it's very like, or like you can be stabbed, but also you can like choke the shit out of someone. That, like it's just, it's very I guess like, that, okay. But I guess the door makes <laughs> sense. Remember, because the demons always go up to a door, but then once it's closed, they can't do anything. You're like, oh no! Oh god! <laughs> it's locked. They knock. <laughs> like, excuse me. Girl Scouts. <laughs> what? Girl Scouts cookies. <laughs> the demon's like masking its voice for me, a little girl. Don't open the door. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> um, so she's, where are we? So, um, yeah, so she's like trying to like fuck Ash up basically. But he manages to shoot Cheryl in the jaw, which is very gross like it is it's just movies is nasty man yeah well this is after I like it. this is after nancy aka linda pops out of her grave and then he oh, he right. baseball swings a shovel and decapitates her and her her head is laughing several feet away and then the body just fucking explodes <laughs> pus and blood into like ash's mouth and the like the corpse <laughs> is holding his like mouth open i don't know if it's intentional but like the hand is <laughs> in his mouth holding it and he's just getting all this shit flooded over him it was disgusting but then he gets back i really would love to know like the making of this movie and just like just the ordeal of i mean it's early 80s so i doubt like we said you know they're getting fucked up making this like there's actual injuries that are being sustained but just like ugh, having to like take that i guess (laughs) taking that load in his mouth (laughs) (laughs) a blooded bus is just so gross yeah, uh. but then he, you know, he escapes. He spits. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a spitter, not a swallower. And he goes <laughs> and he gets back into the house. And yeah, Cheryl is out and about, and he manages to right. blow a hole through her face. Oh God! And um, Scott manages to reanimate though yeah. as Ash is trying to barricade the door and I'm just like dude like you gotta cover your bases everyone who's died needs to be fucking right? dismembered immediately like you can't let any bodies no stones can be left unturned he like, listened to the book on tape and he's still he's still not ready for the test <laughs> he had that audible <laughs> I do yeah Sam's holding them up like you know in the air by one arm and, and then he just shoves his thumbs in his eyes and 
you know, possessed Sam is freaking uh, out. It's also like you were saying, it's interesting because I'm like, they clearly feel, but yet can keep operating and functioning, you know, because they're stabbed, but they'll still like come to you in two minutes and blah, blah, blah. So, so much, so much blood and pus flowing out of those eye holes. But I do yeah, like. They're like, they're like a cross between like demons and zombies. But then also people. Like, right. It's just a lot of like. <laughs> and when you were talking, when we were talking about Scott going into the woods and coming back super messed up, and it's like maybe the trees got to him. And then I thought of this moment because he's trying to get away <laughs> from uh, Demon Scott, and he pulls like this branch from his side or something. So maybe you know that was a tree penis that got lodged in him as he was running away. But, like, that scene, it made a point to me because he pulled it out and all this blood starts pouring out and he just starts slinking to the ground. And I was just wondering why that hurt him so much because he's an immortal demon that more or less doesn't need blood. You know, it's like the thing where, like, if you get stabs, like, don't remove it. Like just like keep the thing in there. Yeah, you and I know, or, you, or do no, remove no, it. No, you don't remove it. I don't know. You and I know that because we're humans, and that would make us lose <laughs> blood. But when we lose blood, we die. <laughs> hey, demons! Demons don't make need blood too. <laughs> I thought she said need love, and I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Is there something you want to talk about? Should we transfer you to private school so I don't have to report you? Especially the demons. Demons need love too. No discriminating in this world. <laughs> oh my god! It's like I love the way we, she moved. I love the way you move. The demon edition, the Halloween version. We're gonna do that. <laughs> Write it down. Um, <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, he does like bleed out though, and like you know, fucking hits the deck. And of course, Cheryl is still at large. God damn it, Cheryl's Cheryl. at large. It's like a sitcom from 1982 called Cheryl at Large, and it's just the demon from this. She's just like in the big city. But Cheryl like breaks through the barricade, and um, he's Ash is being attacked, and Scott is also attacking him too. Like, like he, he reanimates again. It's like they just are fucking like indestructible. It's so upsetting. I like, and then at at some juncture, the the book of the dead is it falls or somehow ends up near the fireplace because Mm -hmm. he noticed that Scott is starting to just steam and smoke. (laughs) And then, Uh and then it's this long battle of, and then he noticed Cheryl is trying to as well. And he tries to get to the fireplace, but Scott, pulls him and so Scott's on the ground trying to just drag him closer to him and then Cheryl for some reason grabs a poker from the fireplace but just hits him with it across the back doesn't stab him just keeps beating him <laughs> and, you know, they're very dumb demons very dumb <laughs> demons but he eventually gets the book because he uses that necklace that he like took from corpse Linda aka Nancy mm-hmm. and uh, got the book, like lassoed it, you know, throws it in the fire, and this was 
you know, so he throws it in the fire. And this was, this goes back to what we were just talking about. The longest unnecessarily prolonged stop claymation motion death scene. And it's just every facet of them burning, melting, pussing for for what seemed like another hour. <laughs> no, it, it definitely goes on for like a good minute, which doesn't sound like a lot, but a minute of watching something just like decompose and like, like die is is really long. But then you think it's done because you see these hands burst out from their like midsection. So you're like, oh shit. So like the the demons are coming out of their their human husks. It's actually the raccoon. It's the raccoon. His hands like <laughs> But then that started another segment of stop motion burning death. And you're like, man. And then just so much pus. So much slow know, pus. Like when they were making this shit, they had so much fun. Like you could just tell, like the guys doing the stop motion, like they were having the time of their lives making this shit because it, it is so gratuitous it's like um you just love this it's like that season that scene and not season that scene in um they live have you seen that movie the john copper carpenter movie there's like um we'll watch that one that's a really good one but it's but part of there is a scene where the main guy is like in a fist fight with this guy and it lasts it's the longest fight i've ever seen it's just two people fighting for minutes and it's it's so like over the top i'm like you guys just liked choreographing this and you just made us sit here and watch the whole thing because this doesn't do anything for the movie but it's just pure like creator just enjoyment of like no we put a lot of work in this you're gonna watch this <laughs> like, you will see the fruits of my labor right now yeah um but yeah ash is also just getting covered in blood this whole time it's like he's at like he's in um fucking uh palm beach and it's spring break, and it's a wet t-shirt contest, but it's just blood and pus. It's like, it's covering him. That is, that's a way to think of that. It's like MTV spring break, but they're just like covered in <laughs> MTV spring break, Tennessee edition. Yeah. Um, but um, that happens, and finally the sun starts to come up. This ash. was a beautiful ending, though, because, yeah. I mean, until the very, very end, you're like, he actually made it. The music is happy. It's just like mm-hmm. beautiful sunrise. And then the music kind of changes a little bit. But then he's just standing in front of the cabin. But then he walks away and the music is happy again. It was just a little reprieve. And you're mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, this is this is pleasant. But then we get that fucking <laughs> tracking shot. <laughs> yep. Fucking tracking shot as he's walking away from the cabin the fucking entity and it's just like comes rushing the forest and then then, like just like rushes up on him and he's like then it (laughs) cuts to the credits and i will say the credit music too was just a nice it was happy credit music (laughs) yeah i'm like what happened oh this is nice (laughs) this is pleasant (laughs) um yeah like this i i love this movie like as much as it grosses me out and kind of scares me it's just so like i think it's a, an awesome example of just that cool, like, kind of cult, classic, early 80s kind of schlock. Um, I think it's awesome when I wish, if not for COVID and just the fact that we're stuck in, I think it'd be such a great movie to see in, like, a drive through or, like, a drive-in or to see, like, at a late night viewing. Because I'm pretty sure the Logan Theater at some point did Evil Dead around Halloween. And I'm like, oh, man, I would love to see this 
in the theater for Halloween, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Not in a theater. Just All- not in a theater, but telling you about it. Not in a theater, already missing that Halloween's going to be gone eventually. <laughs> Listen, I have a different way of processing things and my emotions. Yes. There you have it. Ooh, interesting. So I was kind of scrolling in a Wikipedia. It's in the commercial release section. Um, so the ratings, excuse me, met with a lot of controversy. Um, it was really, really gruesome, obviously, and it actually received um, an X rating. Wow. And in the 80s, yeah. I feel that was more impressive to get than it is nowadays. Well, yeah, I mean, well, now, you know, the whole, like, NC-17, also, like, it's so nebulous as, like, what that even constitutes, but it's a big deal because it was, like, I mean, it's also, like, porn was pretty much exclusively X-rated, but this movie doesn't have any of that. Like, it's, it, there's, like, kind of a whisper of a boob. I think we see a boob. A whisper of a boob. <laughs> that was the least popular show on the Spike TV network. <laughs> Yeah, it was their ill-fated jock soap opera, and it didn't take off. Yeah, eh, expected. Um, Yeah, but it was actually considered one of the most violent films of its time, and censors had issues with the film's content, which impacted some of its commercial potential, which is one of the reasons, I think, in part why it became such a cult classic, because it was like, you know, such, you had such a harsh rating, so you couldn't see it and have that wide release that, you know, a rated R movie has or whatever the equivalent of an R movie is in the early 80s. And of course, it, what helped the resurgence of The Evil Dead was actually the home video was VHS. It was people getting, v, you know, VCRs and VHS and it being released on VHS and then kind of becoming that like the movie, like, oh man, like, you know, you're a teen kid. <laughs> oh like, man. I just get my hands. I got got my hands on Evil Dead. It's like you and your little stupid friends. Guys, I got my older brother to go to Blockbuster. He went to the video store and he got me Evil Dead and also Whisper of the Boob. Dude, Whisper of the Boob's sick. (laughs) (laughs) Movie, this show sucks. It's like, shut up, man. Shut up, Larry. The character development is really Okay, The plot's pretty solid. We we can either watch this (laughs) or we can stay up till my folks fall asleep and watch Fuzzy Skinamax. I say we go whisper the boob because there's a chance you might see a boob. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nineties kids. Yeah, hate those kids. Um, yeah, though that was so. Oh no. Oh man, Sonique. I stepped on your toes Sonique. last time. No, I loved it. I think you really confused last time for me hating it. I'm I'm just all about not doing anything, so I appreciated it. Sonique, how do you think this movie would be different? If it were a black movie. Well, first of all, they wouldn't have gone that far. They wouldn't have, they gone, wouldn't have gone, gone to Tennessee. Tennessee. I, I, yeah. I like. Unless. You know, like, why would you go all the way to Tennessee? That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know many people that are like, I truly want a vacation to like the Middle South. <laughs> you know, I say Middle <laughs> South because, you know, you talk to you. We're from the South. We're from South Carolina. And I'm like, there are several states more South than you. And they go, they don't count. And you're like, yeah. that and just like, proves that you don't understand geography and your textbooks are messed up. But also way more fun things to do. At least you have a beach, like Tennessee. Yeah. They're like in the mountains of Tennessee. Like, like Yeah. 
What 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 part is that? It's like the is that the part of Tennessee where um Dolly Parton's from? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> so. Oh. I don't know. I just I'm just saying words. I don't think that. Um how to be different. Wouldn't go all the way to Tennessee. Um probably would I would know where you were going. Like at least the area, right? You'd be aware. Well, it's because black people know, like, you know, some places you just are not welcome. So I don't know if I would just blindly be driving to Tennessee without, like, an idea of where I'm going to be. Because I know I've, shoot, like, even driving from Chicago to Maryland, there are some parts that we've driven through where I'm like, eh, we'll wait a little bit to stop. I'm like, I don't want to stop in this place. This place just feels a little bit unfriendly. There's a lot of ghosts running around, if you know what I mean. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, white people. Um... <laughs> So that that um, I will say I like that this in this movie, um, aside from the finding this book of the dead and reading from it and also playing the tapes, playing this book of the dead mixtape, which is bullshit. I think like um, I think it does well that the characters are not stupid. Like they like they like you said, like the point that like the point when um, Cheryl is like, I need to fucking leave. And then Ash is like, fine. And they actually try to leave. As opposed to doing like the, like, you know, downplaying like, man, Cheryl, relax. Just like, wait till morning. It's like, no, she's clearly distressed. Let's go. Like, she's, something's going on. Like, we need to get the hell out of here. So, yeah. Um, I know this is much about whether or not it'd be different with black people or not. But I, I like, I like that bit of the movie, at least. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They created, they created um, um realistic circumstances in which they'd be stuck in this place. It's not just like willful ignorance it's like no they literally can't leave though. yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. a solid yeah aside from the not being in tennessee if they just put it in like there are michigan students that went to outside michigan they just went to traverse city to the cherry festival <laughs> stayed in a nice cabin surrounded by other cabins sure maybe you might get See- a bad look every once in a while but you know no demons See, that's the other thing, too, is I feel like um, black people don't operate in isolation of, like, I want to go – if I go someplace and I want to feel, like, tranquil and out, I still want to feel like there's civilization close by. Like, I think there's this sense of, like, hey, danger. You should probably be near people. And that was always, like, my big thing when I watched, like, slasher movies was, like, one of the reasons why – you know, these people get murders because they live so far away from each other. It's like, the next house is a mile away. Why? <laughs> why? Like, why is that other house? Like, why are, is your neighbor not within spitting distance? I don't get that. Like, <laughs> it's crazy to me. But, uh, yeah, that's my opinion. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say the Tennessee mm-hmm. thing. And then, I mean, they were pretty, like you were saying, rational for the most part. I would have... It's dumb things, you know, like I would have not gone into a cellar and brought back demon summoning things. I wouldn't have even messed mm-hmm. with it. I would have just been like, this is the owner's creepy pile that apparently we weren't supposed to see, but we saw it. And I'm just going to spend the week trying to forget it was there. Yeah. But I think other than that, I mean, in the hand, if everything did occur as it did, I feel like you were saying nothing would be handled terribly different because they were all just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah, it really is just like a story of like trying to make it through the night. Um, I know that there is a um, 
there is a remake of it that I I don't know why I still haven't seen it. It came out in 2013. Um, and I heard good things about it. I think it was one of those ones that like they were going to remake. And I think, you know, the natural instinct people like, oh man, like, are there no original ideas? Why are we doing this? But I heard that this one is actually, um, excuse me, is actually good. I'm trying to see what's the reception of it. Um, yeah, it was like a, a, a solid remake. I'm thinking like, oh, I should watch this maybe. Well, that can be, that can be a month. Remake some month. I would love, I would be down to do, do over December. Remakes. Ooh. I mean, it's that or doing like four Christmas themed horror movies. And I'm like, do I want to do Are that? there besides Black Christmas and Krampus? Um, there's that silent, um, Jack and Frost. Jack Frost, they're really, really bad, like a snowman movie. Yeah, uh, I can't really think of very many Christmas. I, I can think of something where it's like you know, in winter we have options, you know, but that's about it. But yeah, we have options. But yeah, that was the episode. Tune in next week when we do Hellraiser, um, another eighties classic, um, which I think should be. Cool. Yeah, super. I've only seen that movie one time, but I'd like to watch it again. Yeah, it's super not gory. Just kidding. <laughs> it's like <laughs> really, really a uh, really weird one. Actually, yeah. <laughs> when I think about it, like, yeah, that's a weird fucking movie. Um, Andrew, do you have anything else you want to pluck? Um, not right now. I'm sorry, Spooky Squad. I'm going to try to be more interesting soon. And oh, shit, I have that music video I was going to make like a month ago. Uh, I need to write it. All right, Spooky Squad, stay tuned. By the end of this yeah. year, this might happen. You can do it. Thank you. You just have to sit down and write it. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't have anything else to plug. I mean, my other podcast, everybody wants something. It's a Degrassi podcast. Check it out if you want to. Um, but yeah, um, as always, thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next week. Spooky Squad. Peace out. Bye.